y'all, and welcome to the No Rules, Just Vibes podcast. I'm your host, Maya Angel, and this is where we get real honest. Join me each week as I share my thoughts and have conversations about a variety of topics from relationships, work, faith, to culture. This is a safe space for us to vibe out, think out loud, and share perspectives. No judgment, more laughs, and just a little bit of shade. Thanks so much for tuning in to the No Rules, Just Fops podcast, and I hope you guys enjoy the show. Hey, y'all, and welcome back to the No Rules, Just Fives podcast. I'm your host, Maya Angel, and thanks so much for tuning in to another episode. I have a special guest this week. Her name is Jasmine Newson, and y'all, I am so excited to have her on the show. This is about to be an amazing, amazing segment, and I'm so glad to have her here. Um, But like I do every week, y'all, before we get started, I just want to give her a chance to introduce herself so y'all can get to know her. So go ahead, Jasmine. Hi guys, I am so happy to be here and was so excited when Maya reached out. I am a speaker, a writer, and a humanitarian. I am currently founding my own nonprofit called UC Beyond, helping young people identify their purpose. And um, I have a website um, with a blog, uh, jasminnewson.com. I'll be launching very soon. And I think that's about it for me. (laughs) Y'all... Baby, she's amazing. Like she's she's serving very humble teas right now, but um I love it. Y'all if if you're and we're talking about purpose today anyway, so that's right on topic, but it's definitely <laughs> right, definitely check her out if you're in just like this season of trying to figure things out and trying to um you know, you're not really sure about what what you should be doing or you're just kind of in a season of uncertainty, definitely check Jasmine out. She is the person um, that you need. So with that being said, let's get started. I just kind of want to just kind of jump right into it. And it's something that I've been dealing with. And like y'all know, if I'm dealing with it, I feel like somebody else has to be dealing with it too. So that's what we're going to talk about. Um, So in in my overall opinion, I think one of the hardest parts of just growing is the purging that happens when you're trying to um, operate in your gift and walk in your purpose. Um, So particularly just having to let go of things or people that have just outlived their purpose in your life. So that's kind of where I am. I guess, what what do you think? What are your thoughts on that? Woo! um, I think that might be one of the hardest parts about purpose because um, I think we all move into purpose expecting our lives to continue to be comfortable. And we don't even realize how comfortable we are until we start taking those steps and we have to start losing things, people come out of seasons, come out of bad habits and things like that. And so that is, I think, one of the most difficult parts. But if you let things stay in your life past their expiration date, then you will experience things you're not supposed to. And so, <laughs> listen, <laughs> I always think about um, how milk spoils. And so um, every time there's an expiration date in our refrigerator with the milk, we know that it spoils. But we know that also past that expiration date, especially if it goes way past it, it turns into another form. It goes from liquid to solid. And I think that is what ends up happening when we stay in a situation too long, when we have people in our life past their expiration date is they take on different forms and you experience things you weren't ever supposed to experience because you were supposed to release and let that go and so I've had things like that happen in my life where God was like you need to let that go you need to let that person go it's time for you to leave that job and I wouldn't listen and those things will become toxic in my life because 
I allowed them to stay past their expiration date. And so that's how important it is. It's hard. Don't get me wrong. People say, let go, you know, like all kinds of stuff like that. Or you outgrown, you know, people put, I think, really big life lessons into these little small quotes on social media. And they'll give you, oh, this one, two, three step process. But it's not that easy. Right. It take you a while to walk away from things, especially that you're comfortable in. But it's so necessary. And when you start realizing that every single step I take away from this thing, something in my life continues to happen. So that means that this is, this is purpose. And I need to do this for my own purpose. I knew you was going to preach today, but I didn't know you was going to read me the way you just did. Like, girl. Oh my God. Did y'all hear that? I mean, y'all really, I need y'all to let that resonate for a second. Because I think a lot of us tend to, I, and I just love that that comparison to milk. Just like I think a lot of us tend to hold on to things or just let things um, stay in our space or in our lives past the expiration date. And something that was was good for that season and for that moment and for that time that may not necessarily be, you know, th- yes. th- it, it could turn into like you said something completely toxic once it has outlived its purpose. Once it it has that expiration date has taken place or has happened. Like it, it's time. I just, I don't know. I, I'm just, I'm floored right now. Cause I, I needed that as much as like, I don't know who else is listening needed that, but I needed that. Um, but okay. I guess knowing that I, I think let's talk about the power of subtraction. Cause I think a lot of times people don't, um, you feel like you lose something. Like when, when something, you know, you have to let something go or um, something outlives its purpose. Sometimes we look at that as a, a negative thing, like we've lost something. And so when I say, you know, the power of subtraction, you know, why, why I think sometimes we have to remember that um, that's necessary for us to get clarity sometimes, you know? And I think um, just in order to hear from God or just to get that stillness that we need to be able to get, you know, that direction. Cause sometimes we're just distracted. Like you, it's hard to get to your purpose and your passion and finding your lane and finding what steps you need to take when you're distracted. And so sometimes, you know, you need to subtract or God, God will subtract for you. Cause some, you know, your decision or his forced hand. Right, <laughs> you know, because you'll be holding on and it's like, God, what happened? Like, I didn't need what happened? I thought I was doing everything right. Like, what, what was up with that? So, um, I guess let's talk about just like the power of subtraction and why that stillness may be necessary to hear from God when you're trying to operate in your purpose and walk in your gift. Yeah, that that is a really good question. Once again, I give an analogy because I feel like that is how people really understand things. I love it. <laughs> but I feel like, you know, how... We have to wear our bags before we get on a flight. And some people begin so mad, like, oh, why they won't let me go over 50 pounds? They cannot. <laughs> there is only a certain weight requirement um, that can be on the plane. And that is right. why you can only have a certain amount of bags and a certain amount of weight and anything like that. And so I think the object of subtraction is understanding that everything and everybody can't come with you. I think some of us understand that everybody can't come with us, but they don't understand the process of what that means. So when we pray things like, God, if they're not supposed to be in my life, take them out. We don't pray for the strength to handle when they when they have to leave. We always we always say these things and then we don't have the strength, nor are we prepared when he's like, cool, got it. <laughs> like was waiting on you to ask that. Oh. So 
It's just like how some women get so mad when they have to take things out of their bag. They always have to take things out of their bag. And they're like, oh my gosh, I really needed that. But it was like, you knew the weight requirement before you got here. Yet, you still tried it. And when it's time for you to take flight, to walk into your purpose, to really do this thing that you say that you want to do, that you're surrendering to, everything and everybody cannot come. And when I say everything, I'm talking about that self-doubt. I'm talking about that those feelings of unworthiness. I'm talking about that low self-esteem. You think it's being humble, but it's borderline low self-esteem. All of that, period. <laughs> period. All of that cannot go with you. And yes, it sucks. Nobody really talks about what it means to let go of things. Yeah. You know, we say these cultural colloquialisms like they're really going to help somebody. Let go and let God. Okay. <laughs> well, it took me about a year or two to let go. So where is God here? Like I'm struggling in this season. And so I think there are moments where we feel like we got to do all this stuff on our own. And when you do try to do it on your own, it is a, uh, a huge difficult problem. Like it hurts. It's like, I don't even know how I'm going to get through this. But it's the fact that you have to give that to God. God, when I do let this go, could you help me make sure that I actually let it go? Because a lot of us, We'll let go of something. We'll surrender in one season and we'll go back in the next season and pick that thing right back up because it's Girl, yes. we are comfortable with chaos. We are comfortable with things that we've lived with, with a long, for a long time. All those mindsets and things like that. There's a reason you go back to those things and it's because you're not staying consistent in that process. And so I think subtraction is, not only is it important, but it's essential for you to take flight. It is essential. There is no way that you can bring all of those bags onto that flight if you think that you're trying to go somewhere. And that's why, like, Erica Badu, she didn't even know. She was preaching in that song. Bag lady, listen. You're going to get love. You can't take everything with you. Yeah. And, you know, sometimes we want to take everything and everybody and think that we're going to make it. But you'll find yourself struggling a lot more in purpose if you feel the need to take everything and everybody with you. You cannot. It's just absolutely no way that you can do it. And it sucks, I know. But, like, how bad do you want to fulfill the purpose that God has in your life? That is what you have to start asking yourself. Then you have to start saying, God, if you took that person, if you took this thing, then that means that it was meant to be gone. And I I don't have anything else to say about it, God. Like, I'm going to have to make sure that I release this in this season right now. And so it's easier said than done, but it's necessary. Wow. 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 Girl. Okay. Oh, it's just so much to unpack. Okay. Hold on. Because I I gotta, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about, because we, we hear, and sometimes we even are the ones that say this whole let go and let God thing. Uh We, We don't really, like you said, we're not really asking for that strength or just preparing ourselves to to really handle what that process may look like and so my thing is you know when we when we hear let go and let God or just when we we say those things how do we emotionally or just mentally prepare um to just really surrender to God, the things that we thought we wanted. Because I think sometimes when you've been praying for something and Uh, when you've been asking for something and God finally gives it to you, and then like at the beginning, like we just said, that thing has outlived its purpose and it's time to let go of that. But that was the thing that you begged and pleaded and fasted for. And it's (laughs) like, how do you turn around and surrender? Because I look, this is is my issue. Like God, okay, I asked you for this and now you want me to give it back? Like what? Uh 
<laughs> what is that? <laughs> so how do you, you know, how do you mentally or just emotionally prepare yourself to surrender the things that you thought you wanted? Ooh, that is, oh my gosh. Because I think that is something that I still to this day struggle with. And I think there are a lot of times where people are assumed to be experts on, on subjects mm-hmm. because they look like they're carrying it well, but it's like, no, I struggle too. And this is how. <laughs> and I think uh, one thing we have to think about is our attachment to things, right? Yeah. We're attached to titles. We're attached to relationships. We are, ta- we are even attached to our stories. Mm-hmm. Um, for a long time when I was in my healing journey and I'm still in that healing journey, I was so attached to my broken story that I really wasn't even making room for me to to have victory in that. And so I think we have to release our attachment first to those things. Why am I so attached to this thing that, that I asked God for? He gave it to me. Why, why am I so attached to this thing? And so I think asking yourself that will allow you to see the root of why you're attached. Some of us see our worth in titles, in positions, in relationships. Yes. And we don't see our worth outside of that. And that is often sometimes why God wants us to release it is you see so much of yourself in this. And this is actually not the only thing that I have for you. So I need you to release this so that you can make room for more. And you know that that meme that they have with Jesus with this um, taking away this little uh, small teddy bear, but he has a huge one behind him. Yeah, and I yeah. think that is what we... That is what God has for us when we do release those things. But the thing there is sometimes we release and there is a waiting period before we get to the other side. And a lot of us give up in that waiting period. Okay, I release this thing. God, where my, where my blessing at? Where my, where my thing at? Sometimes he just wants to see how long will you be obedient? How long will you surrender? Because surrendering is a minute by minute process, not th- something that you say when you're called, when you're at the altar at church. God, I surrender. We let us say that on Sunday, but on Monday, you might pick that thing back up. So are you going to be consistent in your surrendering and in your obedience? Will you remain that way? Will you trust him enough to, to be able to do that without seeing the thing on the other side yet? And some of us, some of us can't. We're like, oh, uh-uh, like, <laughs> I gave this up. You ain't gave me nothing else. Like, I'm confused. I don't understand. And sometimes what we have, what he has on the other side of us on the other side of that will take time to develop because he's like, okay, I just want to see if you want to release these things first. Child. I want to see how long you can stay in this process. How long can you stay surrendered? Okay. Once I see the consistency that you have with that, then I'll give you a thing. Cause I don't want to give it to you prematurely because mm-hmm. if I do, you're going to mess it up. Yeah. So I need there to be a time period in between this before I give you something. And that's where faith comes in. And a lot of us struggle with faith because we are millennials. We're a society that are microwave, where is it? Right. <laughs> here, I guess it ain't working, so I'm going to give up. And that's not how he operates. Baby. Our walk, our faith walk is so illogical to society. And that is why some of us struggle. That's why millennials struggle, I think, the most in our walk. And why we constantly question God is because it doesn't make sense to the things that we've been taught. Mm-hmm. We've been taught that... If you do this, this, and this, and you'll get that. And bad things happen to bad people and good things happen to good people. No. What happened to Job? Job, I'm talking about God took a lot, too much from Job. And it's like, we have to understand that this faith walk is not not a walk in the park, one thing. Two, we have to be consistent with it. Three, there is no perfection here. And all we have to do is continue to surrender. Just because you picked that thing back up yesterday doesn't mean that you cannot surrender it today or in the next minute or in the next hour. 
realizing and being becoming self-aware enough to know I have held on to this thing for too long. Now it's blocking my blessings. Now mm-hmm. I see the detriment that it has in my life because I think that's where I'm at in my life is realizing, whoo, you have really held on so long since that you are blocking the things that are coming to your life. I don't need no other confirmation about that. Yeah. Too many people in my life have told me the same thing. Not only have they told me, I have felt it. Yeah. Man, you are really blocking your blessings out here. And I think it takes us getting fed up with our own selves and us being in our own way for us to say okay I surrender this and it's not like I said it's not easy it's a continuous thing and that's another problem I think we have as millennials is we don't like an undefined journey like tell tell me where the end point is and I'll meet you there I just girl I just (laughs) talked about that keep going keep going now keep going like healing no no defined journey like that's there's not a there's not an end point there the faith wall not defined surrendering not defined and it wasn't until I was in a therapy session in my therapist I was telling her I should be over this and I should have been (laughs) and and got through this and she looked at me and she said Jasmine do you think there is an endpoint here and I was like yeah and she was like oh no it's not like in every season something new God will reveal something else broken in your life that you will need to heal from like Mm -hmm. this is not it's there's not a an endpoint here and I think that can make you sad if you look at it in that way but it could it should really strengthen you to know that you are always going to be on a progressive journey and mm-hmm. that because there is no endpoint you don't have to be this certain way in the midst of that journey and so I think those are things that I have to realize and understand before I really started to be able to truly surrender and to not get mad about this attraction but to be thankful that he loves me enough to subtract things that are distracting me. He wants to see this thing play out so well in my life that he is like, I got to remove all of it. Oh, she's going to be mad, but I love her enough to do it when she's mad. She'll get over it and I'm going to still love her. And so realizing that about my relationship with God was huge in, in me being able to, to be okay with subtraction. Girl. <laughs> Girl, because it's the patience for me. Like, that's where I am now. And, like, the waiting season, I'm getting weary. Like, I, I'm, <laughs> I'm not even going to lie. Because it's just, like, I literally, um, I have a, I think, I, I can't remember which episode it was, but I talked about deadlines. And that was one of the things why I struggled so much, I think, in just, like, this purpose journey and passion journey is because I've always operated off deadlines, whether it was school, um, you know, you graduated this day, you get a job, you do this. And, like, now I'm in a season of my life where there's just no end date to anything. And I think that's why I struggle so much on my weight journey. You know, I wanted to lose weight. But it's just like, okay, if if there's no deadline, it's, like, hard for me to do it. Like, it's, it should be more of a lifestyle change instead of let me let me get it together for six months yeah. or let me, let me do this until my birthday. And I think I've always operated like that. And I think now it's so funny that you say that because now... Now I God has me in a waiting season, a patient season. And I really, I really think it's like, okay, let's see how can you be committed and consistent? Let's see, can you be disciplined? Let's mm-hmm. see. Um, do you have self-control? You know, mm-hmm. even with like relationships, like this, this has been a whole thing. And you know, I sometimes I'm just like, okay, God, I, I feel like I'm doing what I need to do, but okay, where is he? You know, <laughs> like I'm trying to do things right. And I think, you know, when I, when we 
I talked to some of my friends and a lot of them are, you know, they have great jobs, make six figures and they're single. And that's like the the main question is like, why am I single? Why? Why is it that she or, you know, it's like this comparison thing, like she's not even doing X, Y and Z or just why? Why is why is it, you know, and I'm like, okay, yeah, that's a valid question. But when you said that, like, we grew up learning that, you know, good things happen to good people, bad things happen to bad people, and that's just how it is. I think it's an eye-opener or just like an awakening experience, especially now when you see people doing the bare minimum or just living this life outside the will of God on social media, and they're making millions from it. And, like, you over here trying to figure out why you in student debt, and it's like... You you going to church and you you fasting, you tithing, you celibate, you trying to do things right. And it's like, sis over here got a nigga buy her Birkin bags. Like, what's, what's going on? <laughs> like, what's really happening here? And yeah. I, I think, and I'm just being honest. I'm not, it's, it's nothing against those type of women. I, it's just, it's, it's literally just, you know, having, being honest enough and being transparent to ask those questions and to say, okay, why am I, why am I feeling like this? You know, why am I feeling like um, I'm being looked over or I'm not being rewarded or is it's just no reason to take this walk. Like it's not beneficial to take this walk. Um it's okay to ask those questions. It's okay to have those feelings. And I think those type of things strengthen your relationship with God. Because when you get in his word and you you realize what he's saying, you 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 know that sometimes you're you're not capable of living that experience that she's living. You know, you mm-hmm. some things that he's shielding you from. You know, uh-huh. and, and you have to, you have to, you know, be okay with that. And so when I when I look at it that way, I'm just like, God, I don't have to, because I'm not. Um, I don't have a lot of experience dating. That's one thing I don't have a lot of experience doing. And then I realized, I'm just like, who wants to go through six, seven, eight, nine relationships and heartbreaks? And I'm not saying like, that's fine. But I think sometimes God is rewarding me by shielding me from a lot of things and a lot of um, just being exposed to a lot of things that I don't, I don't need to be exposed to. And some experiences I don't need to have. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, cause I think sometimes that can taint your, your outlook and your perspective on things and just discourage you. So I had to kind of shift my perspective and I try to tell my friends all the time. I'm just like, your walk and your journey, your purpose, it, it has been just created for you in such a way that, God is protecting you. He's looking out for you. Um, don't ever feel like you're not, you know, like, why is this person getting that? Why is that person getting that? Or why, why do they have this and I don't have that? You don't know what they did to get that. You don't know what they're doing to keep it, you know? So yes. you, you just have to be be lasered in on him and knowing that, okay, God, you said if I ask you for X, Y, and Z, you'll give it to me. You know, mm-hmm. you said, like, you, you really have to just really turn your faith up a notch. Really, yeah. and just know that, okay, I'm going to trust him. I'm going to believe him. He's he's prepared this way for me. And, you know, I'm going to get everything that I need to get. You know, like some, some things, just because you want it doesn't mean that you, you need to have it. So yes. I think that's something that we also have to remember. But I just, I love that you pointed all of that out. Because I think for me, especially just in that season of, okay, I've surrendered it. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm, I'm walking on faith. I've, I've given it up. But now it's the waiting season for me. And it's just yeah. like, God, come on. Like, you know, I'm going to be 29 in a few months. Like, I'm trying to have some of this stuff together before I get to 30. I, you know, and I'm society, though. Society told us that there were things yeah. that we needed to do by 30. 
But also, you know, I think social media, it, it has its good, uh, a lot of pros, but it also has its cons because we are only seeing people's highlight reels, right? Oh, yeah. So even when, um, and I can do this because I we I was just looking on Twitter about this, Sweetie and um, Quavo broke up. Right. Yeah, everybody was like, oh, my God, like, <laughs> he's giving her, te- I think he bought her a Tesla. I can't remember the exact car, but he bought her a car or something like that. Yeah. And I remember being like, oh, my gosh, like, yes, she went in. And I was like, wait, but why he get it? Why did he buy her that car? And so I just kind of like stayed there. I don't know their business. So I didn't know. And then she kind of released yesterday that he had been doing stuff. And so I think about that often. Mm-hmm. Relationships played out on social media. And we're like, God, why don't I have that? Why don't I have that? Because she came out and said that you were intimate with other women. And to to a girl that is looking at her lifestyle and saying, I want that, they have no idea the hurt that she's experiencing right now. There's a cost with some of that, with some of that stuff. Yeah. And God loves us so much that he's like, actually, I don't want you to be ruined for the one that I have for you. So mm-hmm. I would rather you stay in this single place. And yes, you can do all this stuff. It doesn't make sense that you have this career and all this stuff like that and you don't have someone yet. But what if I'm preparing him? What if you're not ready for it? What if you meet him today and you ruin this thing? <laughs> it's like, I think sometimes we check off all these boxes, but are we really working on ourselves? Are we yeah. really trying to make sure that we heal from the trauma that we grew up with, that we heal from the, the situations that we had in the past? Are we really taking the time to do that? Or are we just asking, 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 but not making room or preparing a space for that? Do, have we even told God what exactly we want? Have we been very specific about that thing yet? And so I think that that is what I always tell my friends that are like, I don't understand. And why does this happen? And I'm like, first off, don't look at social media and compare. Yeah, they're cute. But I have <laughs> even had friends that have been going through things within their relationships. I'm talking about the man just cheated. And they had posted something on Valentine's Day just to placate whatever was happening in their relationship. And someone looked at that and said, oh, my gosh, I want that. No, you don't. Be careful what you're asking for. Be careful who you even say your goals are because you have no idea what people are experiencing. So I think sometimes social media can really make us think that all these people are living these certain types of lives without a cost. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we have to say, you know, you see that you say, God, you want that. And I hope, you know, I want what what they have or what it looks like they have. Could you prepare me for that? Could you make room and space in my life for me to have that? Could you heal whatever is in me that would ruin that if that was to walk in my life today? <laughs> I always say it all the time. Because people ask me, if the person came in your life right now, ready, ready to get married, what would you do? I'm like, I personally would be like, give me a month or two. Like, yeah. I, I don't got it yet. I'm not I'm, there. I'm over here it's, like, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> Like, I am not ready. Yeah. I don't have the things that I'm asking God for. And mm-hmm. so that's why when I'm asking for these things, I also ask to be prepared for them because a lot of times we ask for things and don't know what that preparation season will look like. Yeah. So when you are asking to be prepared, you're also asking to go through things for you to learn lessons so that you can be prepared for what's coming. So when you say that, prepare me, God, but also <laughs> like protect me in that and let give me clarity. Give me clarity in this season. Let me know that what I'm doing matters. Like, let me, even if I'm not getting anything tangibly in my life, let me see the intangible growth that's happening when I'm asking for these things. And so mm. I think that that can be helpful. It's still hard, yeah. But I think knowing that there's a truth behind people's posts all the time. Oh, yeah. Will, will definitely help 
to be like, okay, I can wait a little longer because I because I don't want to be out here in two three more relationships and get hurt and then I'll be over and I'll be over it completely. Right. <laughs> so, prepare me, God, by keeping me this way. If he ain't that, don't send him. I'm tired of it. So. No, that <laughs> that's so true. That's so true. And I. Like, I, I always, I have to reassure myself and tell my friends, I'm like, okay, God knows me. He knows, like, three or four bad ones, I'm done. Like, I'm, it's, it's over with. Like, I'm not even, Tracy Ellis Ross me. Like, that, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's Someone it. You can't take that. Right. Threefold, like, uh-uh, I can't. I don't see how people do the bounce back, especially after they don't have to delete the pictures. Yeah. It ain't never been me. <laughs> it take one time and I'm like, you won't see another until I'm married. That's it. That's it. So, um, yeah, that that's definitely that's girl. That's a word. Okay. Well, the I guess the last thing um, for me is when we're I like I'm an attorney, so I like to do this whole both sides thing. Attorney, black girl magic on this call. I, I like to see both sides um, of things. And I think one of the things that we always say or just we hear a lot is, um, you know, once you just kind of get, you start experiencing growth. Mm-hmm. One of the things that we hear is, you know, I'm just outgrowing people in this season um, or I'm purging. And, you know, you you start letting people go, things go. Um or just we're in different seasons. It's like the spiritual take when a friendship doesn't work out, you know, like, or a relationship doesn't work out. It's like these spiritual things. Oh yeah, we're just in different season or God is taking me to a new season. And that may be true, but I think um, what, what happens or just how do you handle when you're the person being outgrown or just when you're the person being purged or when you're on the other side of that? Like when somebody is, is releasing you because they're going into their next season. How, how do you handle um, being on the, the receiving end of that? Ooh, that is, mm. I think one thing about healing is you start realizing the part you played in certain situations. Mm. And so being self-aware enough to know that there were moments that you were toxic, there were moments where people needed to let you go, there were moments <laughs> that people needed to hurt you. That's not a great feeling, but it also helps you in understanding what has happened to you. So mm-hmm. by that, I mean, you understand that people got to let you go because you have healed to the point where you understand that you need to let go of people. And so I think it, it happens in tandem sometimes, but you have to be self-aware enough to know that you're not per- perfect and that you do mess up too. Mm-hmm. And that there are going to be moments in your life that there, there are moments where I've seen God has told me to let go uh, of somebody and I didn't. And we became toxic for each other. So we needed to outgrow and purge each other. (laughs) And I had to be okay with that. Like you are not perfect for everybody. And honestly, when we're in situations and and jobs or in seasons where we're not supposed to be, you will be toxic to, to that situation and to that environment. If that is not where you're supposed to be, because when you're out of season, when that expiration date has expired, you can become toxic to that other person. I think understanding that you're not perfect and that you have to forgive yourself within that. I got to forgive myself. I know I hurt them more than I I thought that I did. Maybe they perceive this situation um, differently than I did. God, I repent. God, you know, like really going and, and really purging that part of it too, because I think there is an attachment when you know that somebody has to walk away from you. 
Yeah. It's like, oh my God, like, I was that bad. Like, I was that bad. And it's like, it's, sometimes it's not even about you being that bad, but you are not supposed to be in that season with that person. And mm-hmm. that is okay. I think the more you understand that people have to do that for themselves and you have to do that for yourself, you begin to have self-forgiveness, but you also learn to forgive other people as you are self-forgiving. Because honestly, if if God was human, how many times would he have let us go and been like, I'm done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm completely done with you. You are a mess. I am sick of you. I don't need you. You know, like if he was human, that's, that's what would happen. And so I think about that often when it comes to forgiveness and how I have to leave space for me to forgive myself for not always operating the way that I was supposed to and hurting people that I didn't know that I was hurting. And yeah. so I think uh, forgiveness is probably the main thing that, that has to happen. It hurts. It sucks. But you also got to think about how in situations when people have hurt you and it's like, you know, they've tried to say like, I didn't mean to, or I am sorry and stuff like that. Have the same grace mm-hmm. that you have for, for other people sometimes for yourself when you know that somebody has to, to do that and purge you from their life. Because sometimes we're not good for your people. Like I, I, I often think about how God is off. He's a God of alignment and a God of in season. Yes. If it's not in alignment, if it's not in season, then he has to say, we got to release that. And, you know, I think until you realize that about seasons, that seasons change and there's a season for everything, you'll be stuck and mad that you always have to release or somebody got to be released from you or you got to be released from them. You'll always be mad and take it personal instead of realizing that it's all for the greater good. Yeah. I heard you say that, God, I'm doing all these things. You said that you would give me the desires of my heart. And a lot of times we don't think about that desires of our heart has to be according to his will for him to walk that thing out for us, right? Yeah. Right according to his will, guess what? It ain't going to happen. Right. And some of us be so mad because we're like, I had a plan and I wanted my life to look this way. And you really just going to turn it up? And it's like, yeah. Because it wasn't according to my will. My will is, is better than yours. I know you yeah. can't see it. I know my thoughts are beyond your ways and things like that, but like, sorry. Yeah. Like it has to be according to my will. And so when somebody has to release you, be okay with that and let them release you. Don't be the person that wants to hold on and not be released. And the thing about that is there are times where people will have to release you because you didn't release them first. Yeah. That will force the door to close. <laughs> yeah. If I, oh, you don't want to make a decision. That's fine. Slam. Yeah. Damn, and that's, worse. that's so true because you'll be looking like, what happened? Like, what did I do? And it's like, you can't even explain it. But like God has, our, he He been told you to let that go. So now because you wouldn't do it, you being let go. And so you yeah. can't understand. <laughs> let go. Right. It's like he had to force, force the person's hand because you were obedient. And uh-huh. so my thing is, I think with that, or just my opinion on that, I think we have to always remember that we both have a journey. And mm-hmm. so sometimes being purged and being let go, that's not necessarily a bad thing. That's just a part of your journey. You know, mm-hmm. your path may not have, you know, or just probably wasn't going to align with that person's path. And yeah. you have to be okay um, in knowing that, okay, yeah, I, I wasn't, I'll, I'll serve my purpose in their life and whatever they got going on, but they've outsourced their purpose in mine. And it's just, I think we have to realize, like, we don't, I think we just don't need to look at it as um, necessarily like we're being let go of in the sense of what did I do or, you know, like this is a bad thing for me. But it's like, no, like, 
there there is a reason that, that I got let go. You know, this is a part of my journey. There there is a blessing in being let go. And yes. so I think um you know, embrace it and understand that, yeah, it's a, it's a part of your journey as well. Like you, you know, them letting you go is going to get you closer to what whatever you need to do. And then you find those people that you can align with in this next season. You find, you find your community. You find those, you know, whatever the people whose y'all's path are going to align, you're going to go into another season and you're going to connect with other people that are going to propel you or help you or whatever you're going to get out of that. And then you may have to keep going through another, another purge, another, you know, (laughs) another season. Um, But that's okay. And I think, um, I think that's just kind of how we, we have to look at it in a sense of, okay, yeah, that them letting me go was a part of their journey, but being let go was a part of mine. And so what, God, what are you trying to teach me? What can I get from this? You know, what, what am I supposed to learn from this? Or what am I supposed to do with this? You know, now that, like we talked about that power of subtraction, now that I don't have, and it doesn't have to be a person. It can be a job. You don't, you're a perfect employee. It's a really good job, y'all. Really. (laughs) We can stay on this. (laughs) You can be a, a perfect employee and you can't understand why all of a sudden they're getting rid of your position and nobody else's like it's just like but god ben told you to leave and start your own business like so what what's the issue (laughs) so yeah you were let go but you don't understand how this is about to propel your career and propel you for that you know that big opportunity that big stage that influence that next thing that you've been praying for and so Mm -hmm. i think um there's a blessing in being let go and I think sometimes oh, we, we, we <laughs> yes, Lord. And what you were talking about with stillness, you, yeah. you I know you had brought stillness up. You won't know who and what you need to let go of or walk away from if you're not still enough. You yeah. may get little certain signs, but you still might not get that certain clarity that'll tell you, don't know, you really got to release that. And that's why it's important to have a season where you are still enough to hear that. To always have moments where you're still enough that that God can tell you, hey, no, don't go there. Don't do that. Because I can be honest, every single time I've been hurt, every single time, I was warned at least, <laughs> at, least a, at least a few times before it happened. I just decided not to listen. Yeah. And that's why it's important to have a still, have still moments in your life. You don't have to have a whole season where you're like, I'm too much on social media. I'm going to do this every other. You don't got to do that. You don't have to do that. But you do need to make sure there is a balance in your life. And there is time where you sit still enough. Even if it's just every morning, you sit with yourself for five minutes. You meditate or you pray. You do something where you can hear from God. Like you really got to do that because if not, you will miss the sign. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes you'll get the signs and you won't even realize it's a sign because you have not been still enough to really hear that. And I think that's the blessing in being able to let go is you'll get clarity about letting go. Mm-hmm. If you sit still enough, you'll get clarity about all that. He'll start to, I had to hear some things that I had to do because I knew if I didn't, you was going, you're not going to hear none of that unless yeah. you still enough. You yeah. will. You'll be mad at God. I'm mad and he just taking all this stuff away from me and he ain't replacing it quick enough. And he's like, if you would talk to me, I would let you know why I had to do that. <laughs> like, right. And, and sometimes we don't, we're not still enough to hear that. We're so, we're so busy. Even in the pandemic, some of us have found busy. I know I did. I, I was like, I'm going to find something to do. I'm more. Me. <laughs> and, you know, me too. Me too. Yeah. And so he's like, I'm so kind of really wanted this time to talk to you, but cool. Get busy. 
I'll be here whenever you need me, but like, get, you know, take some time seriously. And I'm, as I'm saying this, I'm talking to myself because I don't do it. I don't do it enough. Yeah. I realize every time I do take some time and I am still, I get so much clarity. I feel so much clearer. Yeah. I still get busy sometimes. And so just recognizing that there are going to be moments that you need to to have stillness in your life to hear from you. Yeah, you definitely got to be intentional about it. Girl, Lord, maybe you preaching to me, talking about you. You preaching to me. Uh, I got to do better because I'm known for, I, if I'm not doing anything, I feel lazy. And I, I have to get out of that. And so I've been journaling and that has been amazing. But um, just taking that time to really, really hear and just not be distracted because there's so much going on. Is even even if you're not doing anything and just scrolling on social media, social media is busy enough. Like you have to like really just stop for a second. Like you said, it doesn't have to be like this three months, two months thing. It can just literally be five or ten minutes in the morning, yep. a car ride on your way to work or on the way back from work, um, on your lunch break. But um, I, I think just being intentional about it will will is kind of you know what we just need to do um going forward yeah okay I I have really really enjoyed talking to you this was an amazing conversation you know I love you and I'm so thankful to have you on the show and um before we close out I like to do this for all of my guests I just want you to take a minute or two just to leave us with some type of encouraging word or just something positive as we go into next week yes I am so thankful to be here I think the main thing Um, is allow yourself to heal. Take the time to heal. And I know people say that um, and they will give you this cute little quote and you'll be like, oh, healing is cute and it's self-care and it's just beautiful. It's hard. It's tough. But I can promise you that purpose is on the other side of you healing. Like if you take that time to really sit with yourself and figure out the roots of some of the things that you experience, figure out the roots of some of the the ways that you think and the ways that you operate in relationships and friendships, why you have such a hard time letting go. Understanding more about yourself, I think, um, in healing can change your life. It's changed mine. And that is why I will always talk about healing. I will always say that is a process that everybody should go through, man, woman, child, anybody. Um, that is something that you need to do. And so just make space to heal because purpose is on the other side of that. And don't give up in your healing. Don't give up in your waiting season. Don't give up in your in a season where you have to be patient. Don't look at everybody else and say, well, they have this and they have this. God has something for you. It's your name on it. Your purpose has your name on it. And even if it looks different from everybody else, even if you don't got a blueprint that everybody else has, understand that healing will get you closer to that purpose. And to never give up on that because you... You deserve to see what your life could look like in purpose. You deserve to see what your life could be like with you operating in purpose. You deserve that type of peace and happiness. So keep healing. Don't give up. And um, yeah, if you need a a guide to healing, come to my page. I got a healing series uh, that can help you. And I'm I'm working on some more stuff with healing because I know that that's a journey that people struggle with. And I I really want to make sure that people understand the importance of that. Take some time to heal and um, you'll see all the fruit that will kind of sprout up in your life when you do that. Chad, let me go here. Let me go <laughs> here, baby. Y'all heard Jasmine. Y'all heard her. Definitely check her out. She is, this This episode alone, y'all, this is just a, a, a little 
a little taste of what she's all about. If you're not following her on social media, make sure, please, please go do that. Um, I love her and I will try my best to have her back on the show. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, thank y'all so much. Um, if y'all not following Jasmine, do that. Follow No Rules, Just Vibes. And um, yeah, thank y'all for tuning in to another week of the show and I will see y'all next week. Bye, guys. Hey guys, thanks for listening to No Rules, Just Vibes. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe, rate, comment, and review to help other people find the show. Again, I'm your host, Maya Angel. And if you want to hear more from me, don't be shy. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. Love y'all and talk to you soon.